everyone, I'm editor Jocelyn Weber. And I'm staff writer Addie Ellison. And we've been co-writing this moon, the Moon Knight Weekly episode recap since the release of the first episode on March 30th. In this podcast, we're here to talk through the series and its finale episodes and discuss our final thoughts. Alright, so I'll start us off. My thoughts on the last episode of Moon Knight. Well, you know, we open um, in the Field of Reeds with uh, Mark when he decides to go back for Steven and rescue him, confessing all the super sweet stuff, super sappy, get tears in your eyes, that kind of thing, and then drops the heart into his hand before he turns to stand as well. Oh my gosh, super surprise, they're both fine. <laughs> then we go into um, Tarwede, uh, saving them and so they can go back. Um, and then it's kind of um, a mix of Layla trying to defeat her on her own, realizing that she can't. She releases Kanchu. Kanchu brings back Mark and Steven, the whole deal. And then we get uh, Layla as um, Tarwede's avatar. And we see monster showdown between Kanchu and Amit. Let me tell you, the CGI was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get what we've all been waiting for, the Layla, Mark, slash Steven team up um, as they fight Harrow. And we go into all that fun stuff. We see Kanchu kind of get struck down. And then we're like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen to Kanchu? <laughs> Don't worry, guys. Don't worry. It's all fine. Because he gets back up, punches Amit right in her crocodile face. And then um, as we see Mark slash Steven take down Harrow with Layla, they put Amit's uh, spirit back into Harrow's body, so that way they can kill Harrow, and therefore kill Amit and Harrow. Two for one special. <laughs> but, unfortunately, or not unfortunately, fortunately, uh, Mark plays the hero and realizes that he is not going to be Khonshu's slave anymore and just follow orders um, without questioning them. And so he decides that he's not going to kill him. So they put him in a mental hospital, and Khonshu... Uh, the audience cannot see me doing this, releases, in air quotes, um, Mark and Steven from their duty as Moon Knight, and then we get, like, the cute little um, Every Day I Wake Up song. Mark shoots up in Steven's apartment, and he's like, wow, Steven, your apartment's a mess. And so (laughs) we see the two goldfish living simultaneously in the uh, aquarium, and then, um, yeah, all that fun stuff. It's super cute. And then, you know what it does? Marvel, that, those sneaky, sneaky writers, they, they throw something at the very end. If you are listening to this podcast and you haven't seen a single Marvel movie, um, why are you listening, first off? But also, <laughs> second, um, you would also, you have to have no idea about post-credit scenes. Mm-hmm. This post-credit scene, kind of trippy. Yeah, I agree. Um, Jake Lockley makes his first appearance as... Um, Conshu's true avatar again air quotes in around true um and uh we see him um shook shoot shook openness <laughs> we see him shoot harrow right in the face fun mm-hmm. um and that wraps up the season of moon knight jocelyn tell me your thoughts well i actually really enjoyed this last season because we were talking about it earlier but um marvel tends to do this thing where they like to pack in 
where they like to go really slow in all of their miniseries, and then they like to pack in as much as they can in the very final episode. Oh, it makes me so mad. <laughs> they do it every time, especially in Loki. But oh, we don't want to get into that. <laughs> we you, don't have time if, to get into that if one. If you want to hear me and Jocelyn talk about other Marvel TV shows, you should check out our story. We wrote a story called Marvelous Miniseries, mini mm-hmm. where we ranked the 2021... Uh, all of their miniseries. All the miniseries. Uh, you should go check it out, because... We have a lot of thoughts. We do have <laughs> lots and lots of thoughts. <laughs> yeah, but the nice thing was that they did not like pack a whole bunch into this episode, and it actually tied up really nicely which I was very grateful to see, um, with the exception of the uh, end credits here, of course, because Jake Lockley is in meanie pants. Yep. And Marvel sneaky. They like and to throw Marvel's in a little... also meanie pants. <laughs> they are. They like to throw in sneaky little stuff like that. But I really enjoyed seeing Scarlet Scarab, um, Layla, as Tarwin's avatar. Um, I really enjoyed that. I loved seeing her kind of, like, growth throughout the uh, show. And... Um, I really, I don't know. Like, it was just a really good episode, and they wrapped it up really neat, nicely and neatly. It so. is, I will say, for people listening, that WandaVision has always been my favorite mm-hmm. uh, miniseries. And um, that one, to me, and Moon Knight are the only two where I feel like everything was pa- well-paced enough, where I didn't feel like I was sitting through hours of intermission and hours of, like, backstory and then like bam kablam all done <laughs> yeah so like moonlight it felt well paced um, i feel like they did really well with this one yes and i think they they hung on to the suspense element especially they, in the first did. few mm-hmm. which really helped me it was feel definitely like help it very much was reminiscent of wandavision how they would add in these things and you're like okay well this is gonna go somewhere but where's it gonna go? Exactly. And they paced it really nicely. It brought you back in the end, and then they wrapped it all up with a nice, neat little bow and a little uncredit scene that made you really mad. <laughs> yep. um, okay, so I agree with you. I think that it was tied up super nicely. Um, however, we have to talk about this because Addy is um, not very happy. With Marvel Studios right now because they have not renewed Oscar Isaac's contract. No, they haven't. And so the second season is not. It's not confirmed. It's It's not not confirmed. We don't know. They have no plans to make a second Moon Knight series. And it's a little. It's a little frustrating because the end credit scene. Where's that gonna go? Exactly. See, my thing is with Marvel, they like to play the waiting game where they're like, "Uh, uh, is anyone (laughs) liking it? Uh, They definitely do. And so they take up the positive. Reviews because Moon Knight is one of the most positive rated. Um, yeah, it definitely is. Shows, I think that they will be going something going somewhere with this. I, I think they would be stupid not to. Exactly. <laughs> See, but my thing is, I have a question for you, Jocelyn. Okay, let's hear, Addy. Do you think that Mark slash Stephen slash Jake mm-hmm. or the Moon Knight character can play in the same universe as Spider Man, and Spider Man and Hawkeye and uh, Kate Bishop, especially the yeah. new Hawkeye, can these three characters play in the same universe? I feel like that's a really good question, and I don't have a solid answer because there's so many factors to it. Not only just who they are, but like if okay, so like the feel of Moon Knight was definitely really different from anything else Marvel has done, and I really enjoyed it. But it doesn't feel like a 
um, it doesn't feel like it's centered in the Marvel Universe, in the yeah. central Marvel Universe. It feels like it could be a whole other universe where all of this stuff is going down. Because it's like, it's like, um, it's like Eternals, how <laughs> they brought in, um, what am I trying to say? The Celestials? Yeah, they brought in, like, the Celestials and all that. Like, I could see it happening in the Marvel Universe, but it feels too big mm-hmm. for it to be happening in the same universe. Because with all the Egyptian gods and all of that jazz, like, all that jazz, <laughs> like, there's a lot of it. Because, like, you have Thor with Norse mythology, and it's a lot of clashing. I wouldn't be surprised if they put them in the Marvel Universe. But I would be surprised if, if like they originated in the Marvel universe. See, my thing is, um, and Kevin Feige, if you're listening to this podcast on thecrawlernews.org, <laughs> which I hope he is, which I hope you are, um, here's my opinion, and I think you should you should listen to what I said. Um, I think that we should keep characters like Daredevil, because now that we've confirmed that Matt Murdock is coming back mm-hmm. and he's being played by the same actor, we confirmed that. And so that means that characters like the Punisher and yeah. um, that kind of whole realm exist. I think that we should keep them in their own separate ball games. I, agree I too. think that we can say everything exists on Earth six one six. These are all happening at the same time. But may if we were to do an Avengers team up with Spider Man, Kate Bishop, Moon Knight, Ooh. and Daredevil, do you know how like? how like shocking it it's would be it's just so much it's so I, different I feel the same way about like um, even Venom yeah like Venom honestly should be in his own little universe I can agree with that like she, just live live over there because in your own little spot like especially with the tones in yeah. Moon Knight and if we're talking Daredevil and Daredevil 2 then they're super dark whereas you think of Spider-Man and he's the happy go lucky yeah. I'm gonna go save New York <laughs> whereas Moon Knight was like Watch these two Egyptian gods punch each other. Yeah, they definitely did have a really different tone. And I think that's definitely something to take into consideration when you're thinking about how the worlds are going to mesh. Because it's really hard to do that correctly and, like, accurately and nicely. So I'm curious on how Marvel's going to do that. Yeah, because because Moon Knight, we know, um, spoiler, not really a spoiler for Multiverse of Madness, but just in case, Moon Knight didn't show up in that at all. Yeah. Had no role. And so you're left wondering, well, where is he going to go? How is he going to play a role? So it's just kind of, it's, it's hard to feel out where Moon Knight is going to play his next role, if he plays a role, because... I hope he does. Kim Feige, again, if you're listening <laughs> to this, give my man Oscar Isaac a contract right now and say you're going to play Moon Knight for however long fans need you to, because... Yes. I am in love with Stephen and Mark's characters. This show is fantastic. I mean, it was above anything Marvel had ever done, and introducing the tone that it introduced, and introducing the, um, just uh, someone with DID in general was Yes. I loved it. It was really fresh to the Marvel miniseries, and I also loved, little tangent, I loved the fact that it didn't really connect with the Marvel Universe. I agree. It was such a breath of fresh air. And I was like, obviously it's going to have to play a part soon, but I really enjoyed being able to sit there and not worry about what else is going on. See, my thing is, if Marvel is playing the long game, because, you know, like, there were tweets out a few weeks ago where they were like, Kevin Feige and Marvel writers sat down to play in the next 15 years. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, you did what now? Like, (laughs) how? That just blows my mind. It's crazy. I feel like they can't do that accurately either. Yeah, like, you never know what's going to happen, right? So I feel like if we're playing smartly, mm-hmm. you smartly? 
whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got it. If if we're playing the game, like we're supposed to play it, then we let these a few of these characters live in their own worlds. There there doesn't have to be an Avengers level team, an Avengers Endgame level team up. No, because you future. don't need that. I mean, you got, you did it once and it was fantastic. Nothing to mess with. Yeah. So let's let Moon Knight kind of live in his world and fight his Egyptian gods. And I will fully support him <laughs> as he does that. And let's let Spider-Man do his little swing around New York thing. But we don't have to have a cosmic level threat every 10 years. I agree. Because I feel like whenever Marvel does that, it's just... They, they're, they're about... It feels like they're doing it so often that it's just too much. Okay. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Every movie that Marvel releases doesn't have to be the next big thing. Because that's what all of they've been doing this past year. This past year especially. It's just so much. Multiverse of Madness, No Way Home. You had even the TV shows were just packing in so much. Loki packed in so much information about the multiverse. And I feel like they're trying a little too hard. They need to slow down a little bit. Like, And it's working for them. It definitely is because people are really like, focusing on it but like we can see that moon knight has gotten really well like really well rated reviews mm -hmm. because they took the time and took a step back that's true i know that when we are we're obviously in the rebuilding stage right now mm -hmm. because endgame happened in 2018 2019 2019 i want to say 2019 maybe and that was how many years ago three years ago now yeah three so we're still rebuilding and especially with taking 2020 as a break, you know, mm -hmm. that was the first time in, what is it, um, 12 years that there wasn't any was Marvel 12. content. Yeah. So it, it was, was huge. I wonder if they're trying to make up for that. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, <laughs> I, I hope mean, not because like, it's just, they know what they do right. They should know what they do right. I hope we've been doing it for what? We've been doing How many years now? It's be like forever. What? It's been 14 years since 2008. Yeah. Mm, has it? I think so. 2022? Um, if you can't tell, me, I'm going into theater and Jocelyn's going into journalism. We're both really good at math. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, but like however long it's been since 2008, they know what they do right. And I feel like they're a little frazzled. Yeah. Because I can feel it just with what they're doing. Like we, we, we need to rebuild. And so I yeah. think we keep Moon Knight in his, his little separate lane. Yep. There doesn't have to be an Avengers level team up anytime soon. No. We we had it. We had it three years ago. We can last another ten. Seven years. Yeah, ten, seven years, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Listen, that's that's our personal feelings, Kevin Feige, because you're obviously going to be listening to this. Obviously. Um, is there anything from Moon Knight that was like a huge takeaway for you? Oh goodness, I'm gonna have to think about this one. Okay. There was just there was a lot of. It was just a lot of stuff that I really enjoyed. You know, um, seeing their headspace, which I didn't fully understand until you explained it to me after the last <laughs> episode, the whole mental hospital thing, because that threw me for a loop. I was like, should we talk about that? We sh I think we should talk about okay. it. So, hi everyone at the thefrolinews.org. <laughs> My name's Eddie Ellison, and I spend too much time on the internet about Marvel stuff. Because, I think it works. Because everyone was so freaking confused. It threw me for a loop because at first I was like, oh, I got this all figured out. They're actually in mental hospital patients and they're just living this throughout their heads. But then it was like, no, they're not. Okay. They had so many. I was just so confused. So the way that um, a lot of the internet and Addie took it is that 
Mark and Steven, when they are on the boat in the duat, mm-hmm. are physically on the boat, and when they go into the white mental hospital, like, it's, like, all grayscale, it's, like, everyone's wearing, like, white or gray, that's... So stark white. Element. Yeah, where Harrow is the doctor, that is their headspace. So that's where Mark and Steven meet to kind of confront their internal issues. So that's why we see Mark and Steven travel throughout Mark's memories in the headspace because he's just thinking back to his memories, mm-hmm. right? And so when they're when they're on the boat, it makes sense because they're dead. Yeah. But then everyone was like, "Oh my gosh, I am so confused. Why are they back in the white mental hospital after they've both come back to life and we are living and loving um and defeating Harrow? Like why why are we back here?" And it's because Mark and Steven had to accept that they're better together. Mm-hmm. So when Harrow confronts them in the last episode, in the headspace, in the office, you get a sense of, like, fulfillment, I guess. Or, like, contentment. No, definitely. Because it was kind of relaxing after that. They realized that they are better together, and it was very fulfilling, like you were saying. Yeah. So if you did have questions about that, consult the internet it's your best friend <laughs> because people with DAD actually do have a place like the headspace where they can meet with the other alters so if you have questions about that contact the internet or if you know someone with DAD ask them they would always be a great source but um that's just another thing that Marvel did right concerning Mark's DAD yeah. like, it was really impressive too because I didn't catch on to it in the beginning but when they um when they back after they came back to life and they confronted Harrow in the headspace, it kind of set into a realization like, oh, that's not actual. Uh, like it's their headspace. It's yeah. not um, actual real life what they're living through, and so I think they did a fantastic job with that. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. All right, I'm gonna ask you one more question. You ready, Jocelyn? I'm ready. Feelings on our favorite um, Spanish-speaking murderer at the moment, <laughs> Jake Lockley. Mm-hmm. What are your feelings? Um. You know, I don't know, because it just happened so fast, I didn't have a chance to um, come up with any thoughts. But, like, I'm really curious now, because Khonshu and Jake have a role now. They actually have a role in real life, so it gets into that again, of where's it going to go, and I don't know. I found it very interesting that he spoke Spanish, too, (laughs) and that, like, that's just... He just all of a sudden appeared because, like, I don't know. So, Addie's feelings. Addie's going to get into her feelings. Yeah, I want to hear it. So, in the comics, which obviously Marvel Studios is not liable to do everything that the comics did. Right. Because that, that would be insane. Yeah. But um, in the comics, Jake actually developed when Mark was a child as well. Really? Really. Okay, okay. So, he's always been there, but in a DID system, different alters have different roles, Mm -hmm. because something that is so traumatic happens that one person can't deal with it, so we, basically that one person's consciousness splits into more people to help internalize and compartmentalize. Right. So, Mark is the host. Um which means that he was the original alter. Mm-hmm. And then he has Steven, who is kind of like the childlike, almost sweet-like protector, mm-hmm. which means that Mark is protecting Steven from all the negative emotions that he felt as a child, but he Steven's also protecting Mark 
from everything that he doesn't want to feel. Yeah. And then there is generally um, a, another protector um, in a system. Sometimes it depends on the person and the event that happens to them. But there is a protector who is in kind of like over everybody and protects everybody in the system. And so in the comics, that is Jake. He is brutal and he is a serial killer, but his he is always looking out for uh, Mark and Steven mm-hmm. because sometimes they don't have the guts to do what Conchie was asking. Right. And we see that in uh, the final episode. Mark says no to killing Harrow, and Conchie firmly believes that Harrow will remain a threat even if he is um, not able to function. Mm-hmm. And so in the end, he recruits Jake to do it, and Jake kills him. But we see it earlier in the series, too. Uh, we see it once with Mark and once with Steven. Uh, in the first episode... That's right. Uh, there's, Steven has the scarab that he finds in his apartment. And uh, Harrow's trying to get it from him, and all of his men surround Steven. And when Steven wakes up, he his hand is covered in blood, and he has murdered five people. That doesn't seem like Mark behavior. No, it doesn't seem like Steven behavior either. So one is led to believe that it is Jake defending the body. Um, and then it happens to uh, Mark once when he is trying to interview, or trying to, not interview, but, um, and, oh gosh. We'll say interview, because I can't remember the word. When he is trying to um, get answers out of this kid. Interrogate. Yes, interrogate, there it is. <laughs> when he's trying to interrogate a kid in Cairo on top of a roof, and then all of a sudden, that's right, the kid is dead. Yeah. And so we see Mark look into a mirror and go, Stephen, was that you? And Stephen is obviously horrified and goes, no, that wasn't me. Mm-hmm. So one is led to believe that Jake has been looking out for them the whole time. Whether Jake is going to take on this protective role, I don't really know. Mm-hmm. I don't really know. Because he hasn't made himself... Um, we haven't seen enough of him to know. Yeah, like, and he hasn't made himself, like visible to Mark or Steven. Yeah. So they don't... Neither of them are aware. Yeah. So. I know. He's a really interesting role that he's playing, and... Can we just commend Oscar Isaac's acting? Oh my Please. gosh! Because in the, one, uh, in the one scene where they're in the desert with Layla, and like, he visibly changes in front of the camera. Oh my oh gosh. Oh my god, it was incredible, because you could see Mark was really like... <laughs> yes, like stoic and just angry all the time. And then Steven shows up. You see it happening. Him switch. And Steven's happy-go-lucky, joyous, and it's incredible. Because like, it takes a lot of talent. Give Oscar Isaac a raise. That's what I'm saying. Give Oscar Isaac an Oscar. <laughs> give Oscar Isaac an Oscar. <laughs> I, is Moonlight going to be up for the Emmys? I don't know. That's a good question. Next season, probably? I feel like it should. Because, you know, like, WandaVision was up for the Emmys, like, last season. Yeah, then it probably will. So. Um, okay. All right, Emmys committee. I'm looking at you. Yep. Did you see, um, okay, so end credit scene. They're driving away. Did you see the license plate? Yes. Okay, um, I have Spectre yet to- on the limo. Yep. Any li- people who are listening, I have yet to talk to Addie about this. Okay. But, like, I'm really curious because it said Spectre on the back of the limo. Mm-hmm. Stark white limo. License plate said Spectre. Which alter has the last name Inspector? Mark. Mark. In the comics, Mark is a billionaire playboy. Okay. So that I'm makes a lot wondering of if Mark is a is actually like wealthy and yeah. we just haven't shown. seen we just haven't seen it. I guess that would make sense because 
why he has the limo and all that. It's just really interesting because I saw it and I was like, because I've never read the comics. Mm -hmm. So I have zero knowledge of all comic lore surrounding Moon Knight. So seeing that was kind of threw me for a loop because I was like, wait a minute. There, there it is. There it is. <laughs> Maybe he'll be a billionaire in the next season if we get one. Kevin Feige, I'm talking to you. Please. Please. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. The editor, Jocelyn Weber, and the staff writer, Addie Ellison, of theprowlernews.org, really, 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 really would like you to please. make a Moon Knight second season. Please. We're begging. Yes, please. <laughs> it's just a fantastic show, and Marvel did right. That's what I'm saying. They did right. And I hope they learn that they know. I hope they learned their little lesson that this is right, that what they did in this episode, in this show, was right, and that they take that going forward. So here's our final remarks. Okay. It's okay to keep characters in their own little world. Mm -hmm. We don't have to have an Avengers double team up (laughs) 24-7. Number two, um, Moon Knight had really, really good pacing. Mm -hmm. And uh, Something to consider for our next few shows. Yes, the next shows that come out. Uh, Miss Marvel is next. That's right, yep. Um... Number three, Jake Lockley is sneaky, and we want to see more of him, so give Oscar Isaac a raise and us a season two. Yep. Um, that, those are the final points of this <laughs> podcast. Um, thank you for listening. Once again, I'm staff writer Addie Ellison. And I'm editor Jasmine Weber. Thank you for reading Wednesday Night News Flash. Mm-hmm. We appreciate it. We enjoyed it. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Um, keep watching your Marvel stuff, and have a great day.